0: Coach Corey Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter and the topic of today's newsletter is going to be wanting reality to be different. In other words, wanting reality to be different than it is. This is something that everybody struggles with. The idea is learning to be or to live your life in the present moment is one of the greatest arts that you can master and will contribute to your happiness and your success in life but it's also incredibly difficult to do because quite frankly, all of us have had things that have happened in life that were not what was expected or not what we wanted or we didn't get the outcomes we want. Things such as, I wish that girl would have gone out with me. I wish she would have liked me. I wish my wife wouldn't have cheated on me. I wish my business partner didn't turn out to be a lying jackass, a little scoundrel. I wish my best friend didn't try to fuck my wife. I wish that girl would have really loved me. I wish that person wouldn't have lied. I wish that deal would have closed and I would have made that big commission. And So it's like we look at things. It's like we get all excited. We get all worked up, the things working out the way we want and then it doesn't work out the way we want and then we think, oh my god, I'm never going to achieve my outcomes. I'm never going to have the kind of relationship or relationships that I want. I'm not going to have the kind of friendships that I want and so we're constantly throughout our lives encountering people and if we don't know what our outcomes are, if we don't have a core set of values that we're striving to attain or uphold in our own lives, it's like if we don't have an outcome, if we don't have values and principles that we live our life by, then what's going to happen is more often than not we're going to tolerate people being in our life that quite frankly really should not be there and it's really tough when you care about somebody it's tough when you have somebody that you've been friends with for many years 10 15 20 years and there's things along the way they do here and there that are out of integrity and you always make excuses for them and you put up with it because you share so much history together and you have a great time together but you got to see you got a best friend that's tries to fuck everybody that you ever date or says things to your face and then behind your back you find out they're saying other things you're thinking wait a minute you think because you got so much history together and you have this bond and this friendship and all this time together you think well I'll give them another chance maybe they'll change maybe they'll grow up and meanwhile the years continue to roll by in your life and it's not until you really can take a step back and look at your life as a whole especially when you can look back you get a little older like I am I'm 45 not that I'm an old man or anything but I mean you get to be you have 20 30 years under your belt of being an adult and like if you look at the big picture of your life you'll see that eventually you get to where you want to be it's just like the business that i have now i went from making a half million dollars a year in real estate and i was like "Ah, two years tops i'll have this new business rolling and rocking just like i did my last one because i'm such a fucking genius i've always been so successful And when you have nothing but success in your life, that makes sense. And then, of course, things don't work out like you expect and you spend two to three times. It took me literally four and a half, five years to figure out the right way to market my business and the right way to go about offering the things that I'm able to help people with in order that they can actually see value in it and then want to hire me or buy my book or make a donation whatever, watch a video, whatever it happens to be. And if you're the type of person that has a difficult time living in the present moment, you look and you go, oh my god, I didn't get that job. I didn't get that position that I wanted. And then you think, start thinking, okay, I got to make something happen because society is all about instant gratification. I got to solve this thing right now. And so you're looking to solve something right now and change things. But at the end of the day, you're taking yourself further away from what you want. And so when things don't work out the way you want, you should look at it as a setback. And the important thing is to continually circulate. But in order to circulate, it's like, you gotta, what are are your outcomes? What do you want? What are your values? What are your principles that you live by? What do you expect of other people? And when you have values and principles that you live by and you have outcomes that you're trying to achieve, and by looking at the people, and the circumstances that are coming into your life, if they match your outcomes, if they match your principles, if they're helping you achieve your ultimate outcomes, great. They can stay in your life. But if not, and it's difficult, sometimes you just got to let certain people go, especially when it comes to intimate relationships because way too many people settle. I mean you look, think about it. 60, I mean the divorce rate's over 60 percent at this point. So if you think about it, it's like 60 percent of the people that get married make a choice that doesn't work out the way that they want. And the average person, it's like when things like that happen, how many of them really will pick up a self-help book or say, you know what? My strategy sucks or the way I've been approaching things just ain't fucking working. Well, most people just continually do the same things over and over that continually don't get them the desired results. And when you know your outcome, you have an emotionally compelling outcome, as hard as it is, especially when you start dating somebody, and you really fall for them and say three, four months after you start dating, you realize, man, this person's, they'd be really perfect if they would just this, or they would change that, or they would do this differently. And you think, oh, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe things will get better over time. And then it doesn't. And you keep wanting things to be different than they are. and... They don't and then six months, a year, two years, three years, several years go by and you like, and you finally get to a point where you're like, I, I can't do this anymore. It's just like I, I wrote about in my book, like my relationship with my first wife. It's like I really should have just dated her for a year or two and then when I moved to Orlando, we should have broken up and gone our se- separate ways. But at the time, I didn't have a lot of life experience. It was the only really successful relationship that I would had in my life. It was the only woman I was able to attract that I liked being with, that really liked being with me and didn't blow me off after two or three dates, which is what happened with every single girl that I really liked. Now, there were lots of women that I met or went out with that I just wasn't into and it's like I couldn't get rid of them. And I ne- When I was younger, I never understood why that was but I was smart enough to realize that obviously the strategy that I was employing was not working and that's what led me to do the work and to study and to try to learn from people that had the kind of results that I wanted to ultimately become the person that I am today. But had I have just stayed in that relationship like a lot of people do, I mean, God knows where I would be now. But I knew what my outcome was. I knew what my values and my goals and my principles were. And when I was really – got to a place where I was finally honest with myself and I looked at my relationship and my life and where it was, it was obvious what I needed to do And even though it was incredibly fucking painful. I mean – Getting a divorce is not a fucking fun thing. Telling your family that you're getting divorced after only being married for a year and telling your friends this, especially when you're young and everybody around you is getting married. You're thinking, you're only married a year? It's like, what the hell? But it's hard and you think about that and you feel guilty about making those kinds of changes. But at the end of the day, if I'd have done what, if I'd have really trusted my heart and trusted my intuition, I would have made the right decision. But making mistakes is part of how you learn in life. And so I've got an email here from a woman who got herself into a really difficult situation with a the guy and there's all kinds of things going on she started out as is the other woman and they have great sexual chemistry they have a lot of fun together and they really enjoy the time that they spend together but there's so many things that are about this guy they're not ideally what she wants but it's hard to reconcile the fact that this guy can't be what she really wants when there's so many other things that are so great about the situation. And so it's been like back and forth and it's like an emotional roller coaster for her. But because things can be so great, you hold out a hope that, well, okay, maybe this time around things will be different. Maybe this time around things will get better. And so what you're going to see when I go through her email is pointing out, what are your goals? What are your values? What are your outcomes? What do you want for your personal life? Because when you get people focused on that, then it's a lot easier to objectively look at your situation and say, Okay, well, this is what it is, and this is what this person can offer, and this is what I really want. So, how can I look at the situation, make the right decisions, and move in the direction that I need to move in? Because, we, again, we all deal with this. And it's not just with your intimate relationships, it's the same thing with your jobs. I mean, how many times have you gotten a job and you were really excited about it, and then two or three months later, you're thinking, fuck, this sucks, and you hate getting up and going to work every day? Most people just keep doing it. They keep going to work every day until they get fired because they just won't put in the effort that's necessary to become successful at it. So the idea is that when you recognize that things aren't working or the job that you're in is not going to get you to where you want to be or the person that you're dating or in relationship with is not the caliber of the the person that you really want to be with, you have to continually circulate. And when you stop circulating, you stop moving towards what you want. So I got a quote that I wrote and I'm going to go through her email. And the quote says, one of the the secrets to enjoying your life is learning to master the art of living in the present moment. Why? When we focus on the future and what may or may not happen or when we obsess over the past, this takes us out of the present moment and prevents us from seeing and accepting reality as it is. When we want reality to be other than it is, we suffer unnecessarily. By accepting people as they are and our life circumstances for what they are without judgment or wishing them to be different, when we can't immediately change things, this keeps us in the present moment. When you can't change your circumstances immediately, your only choice is to accept them as they are and take action towards your outcomes so eventually your life circumstances will become more like you want them to be. Circulation is one of the keys to life, happiness and success. However. When you stop circulating and moving towards your outcomes, you will become stuck and unable to achieve your outcomes. By always keeping yourself in circulation and moving towards your outcomes, eventually everything you want will manifest in your life slowly over time. So let's go through her email. Hi Corey, I started off seeing this guy and I already knew him. We bumped into each other at a party and things started from there. Unfortunately. He was already in an 11-year relationship and engaged, which all of us knew was going to end, and he was never going to marry her. So, what does that tell me about that guy? For 11 years, and it's like all everybody, because obviously she knew this guy, and she had, I think it was, she said her, her, a guy she used to date was actually this dude's best friend. and That's kind of how they got to know each other initially and so they have all these people in common and if you look at his situation 11 years he's been in a relationship and everybody knows it's not going to work out but yet he's still engaged with this woman and he stays engaged to her and he starts cheating on this fiance of his with the woman who wrote the email do you think that guy is strong is confident is sure of himself knows what his outcomes are in, in his personal life and for his life in general? Or do you think the guy is being a bit of a weak bitch? It's pretty obvious. If he had integrity, he would do the right thing. But instead, this tells me as a, from a coaching perspective that this guy is not strong enough to do the right thing. It's just like the position that I was in with my ex-wife. I knew I should have – deep down, I knew I shouldn't have done it, but I did it anyways. And too many people are walking around living their life that way and this guy may never it may take him 10 years or 20 years to get to where he wants to be it may never happen it's not your job to fix this guy or to solve his problems or to solve the fact that he's been in an 11-year relationship with somebody that obviously should have ended some time ago because when you become really strong and when you have a lot, when you develop inner strength or testicle fortitude, as Richard Marcinko calls it, he was the founder of SEAL Team Six, which, by the way, I highly recommend you read any all of his books: The Rogue Warrior, Rogue Warrior: Strategies for Success. The guy is a total fucking badass, and he's a great leader. I mean, he founded SEAL Team Six, which is one of the best special forces teams in the fucking world. You know, well-known guy in the special forces community. So she continues on, we hooked up in July of 2014 and by November, he was calling me his girlfriend. Now keep in mind, he's got a fiance. He's got a fiance and so he's maintaining this facade that he's going to marry the fiance while he has a completely different relationship with this woman who wrote the email and he's calling her his girlfriend when he's engaged to be married to somebody else. How fucked up is that? Do you think a confident guy would do something like that? I think not. I I knew he was going to eventually end it with his fiance and that's the justification that she gave to herself for saying, hey, I'm going to stick around. However, I tried to end things between us a couple of times because I knew he would need some time to be alone. He always convinced me otherwise. He gave good reasons and you talked – remember, people buy a product or a service and the same thing when it comes to their lovers, they buy based upon emotion and they use logic and reason to justify their purchase and so she's using logic and reason to justify continuing to be the other woman. She's bullshitting herself and all of us are guilty of it in some way, shape or form in many areas of our lives. We had and have amazing chemistry, passion, and awesome sex. and So that that's really compelling. That's a really strong emotional reason to stay engaged with this person and ignore the fact that he's carrying on another relationship with somebody else. In all my years of dating, I've never felt that before, and he never had either. So she's experiencing the most intense emotions she's ever felt. Partially because he's a scarce resource because he's engaged with somebody else. So she's always going to be in a fearful state of losing him. What if he decides to go through with the engagement and he just calls it off with her? She's going to be in the weaker position. And this guy is in a position of strength because he's got the fiance and he's got her. We grew so close and too quick, mainly his doing. He, he ended things with her in February of 2015. We continued on as a secret not to hurt her. Well, women are pretty intuitive and they usually can tell. In May of 2015, we went to Montreal one weekend and she went to Quebec City with her new man. Well, they happened to end up in Montreal. We were walking down a street and saw them on a patio. After that day, things changed. He got super distant. He didn't want me to end things but for me to hang in there while he sorted his head out. Think about it what is your outcome? What do you want? Not about this guy. And it's like when I do coaching sessions with people, it's like, what is your outcome? What is your relationship outcome? What is your outcome for your personal life that you're trying to achieve? And then when I find out what that is from some, the person that I'm coaching, then it's, okay, so that's your outcome. Is this person capable of helping you achieve that outcome? Yes. And then it's pretty obvious how to resolve it but when you're emotionally invested and you're hooked it's a lot harder he said he felt guilty when he was with me he felt even more guilty those are not the kind of things that you want to hear from somebody that you want to be in a relationship with but the reality is this guy's weak he's a liar and he's a cheater the man doesn't have any integrity and if your outcome is to get married or to have an exclusive relationship This is what he did to this woman he was with for 11 years. I mean 11 years. How can you do that to somebody for 11 years? That's somebody that's incredibly selfish and narcissistic and really doesn't give a fuck about other people's feelings. And so if he ever starts to feel that way about you, guess what he's going to do? He's going to cheat on you because that's how he operates. This kind of guy, this is is a friends with benefits. This is a fuck buddy and nothing more. He's not a relationship kind of material. He may never figure himself out. He may spend the rest of his life having one relationship after another like this. When we got back, he also had to tell friends we were newly dating. Because obviously, now the cat's out of the bag. When the ex, you know, when they, they see each other, obviously everybody's going to find out what's really going on. One of these people happens to be one of his best friends and my ex, whom I met this guy through, and my ex is now married. His friend was supportive, but some of his group of friends started speculating we had been cheating with no facts to go on. It's pretty fucking obvious. People can tell. like, why you guys seem really tight when you're together? Everyone still doesn't know to this day. We broke it off in July of 2015. He said he just couldn't come around. Notice how she says we broke it off. Well, it sounds like he was the one that broke it off again she's suffering because she's not seeing reality as it is two weeks later we were hanging out again and started sleeping together now to this day we hang out regularly spend the night together have sex dinners lunches play golf watch shows cuddle make out kiss intimately like a couple but he won't commit stop asking him to commit because commitments don't mean shit to him loyalty doesn't mean shit to him that's the reality I asked if he saw us dating in the future and he said no. Again what's your outcome? I would assume because you're upset about not having a commitment that you want a guy that's committed to you. You want an exclusive monogamous relationship. He's not capable of that and on top of that he's not willing to give that to you. So therefore if you continually date this guy you're going to continually not achieve your personal life outcome. That's the reality. His reasoning was, it's just easier. He texts me every day and he initiates it. After we have a good couple of days together, he gets quiet. Yeah, it starts feeling like a relationship, then he pushes you away. Then it starts all over again. It's an emotional roller coaster. We have become such great friends. We want the same things in life. Well, maybe many of the same things. I wouldn't say you, you want all the same things. And we get along so well, it's just hard to walk away. I feel like I would be losing my best friend. However, this is messing with my heart and my head I am not moving on and neither is he however we have talked about dating other people I feel strung along or like his crutch to get him through his breakup and on to singleville well the reality is you are enabling his behavior you've been okay with being the cheating the the woman he cheats with the other woman in other words and on top of this through the whole thing over this past year You've been putting up with all this stuff so why would he think anything's going to be different with you why would he think he's not going to be able to have his cake and eat it too i mean you started out having an affair with the guy so you can't expect it to be him to all of a sudden become exclusive and become loyal and and be this honest person i mean i learned that the hard way and i wrote about that in my book some people that's just the way they are if they're not happy they cheat it doesn't mean anything loyalism is shit commitments don't mean shit I do not think he is maliciously hurting me I do believe he cares I'm sure he does however I can't hang on like this much longer I have way more to say but I'll keep it at under 500 words you'll probably give me advice I already know haha ha. walk away well bottom line, he's doing all the pursuing, the sex is great, you have a lot of fun together. But it sounds like from your email, your outcome is you want a relationship. You want an exclusive monogamous relationship with a man who doesn't want to fuck anybody else, who doesn't have commitment issues, who doesn't have loyalty or integrity issues. And the bottom line is you got to call a spade a spade. If it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, well, guess what? It's a fucking duck. That's reality. And this guy can never be what you want. And I'm sure he's great. I'm sure he's fun. I've got when I, mean, I look at there's there's probably a dozen women that I could think about over the past 25 years in my life, fucking beautiful, amazing. I cared about a lot. Some of them I really truly loved, and even to this day I still love and care for them. But there were things about who they were as human beings that were just not compatible with my outcomes or my goals or my values and when I was younger it was really hard for me and most of the time I didn't do what I needed to do which was to end the relationship and move on and keep circulating. So I literally stayed in a relationship a lot longer than I should have and that actually kept me out of circulation. That kept me from achieving the outcomes that I was seeking to achieve and as you get older and you get more experience and it's like every relationship hurts. Even whether you're the one that ends it or the other person ends it, breakups suck. They're not fun. Your identity becomes associated with them, you get, especially you get used to waking up to them every day and they're there for you 24-7 and now all of a sudden you don't talk anymore. That's tough. That's not easy. But when you think about what are my outcomes, what do I want to achieve for my personal life? What do I want to achieve for my career? What do I want to achieve for my business? What do I want to achieve with the kinds of friends that I have in my life? What do I want to achieve? with my body. If you're the kind of person who wants to get in great shape and take good care of your body but all of your friends are enormously overweight and they always have shit food and they always want to eat shit food and you hang out with them all the time, they're not really a good influence. But if you're dating people that tend to be healthy and you're hanging out with people that tend to be healthy, it's positive reinforcement. And So when you're having that weak moment and you want to eat the… The nasty meatball sub with all the cheese on it and the fried chicken or the fried foods versus maybe eating something healthy, some vegetable base, very few carbs, some healthy protein. If you got people around you in your peer group, your inner circle that are making healthy choices consistently as well and you go, man, I'm really craving some fried chicken, they'll go, come on, man. Don't be a bitch. Let's, Let's eat healthy. Come on, man still got to lose five more pounds or come on man you still got to put on five more pounds of muscle whatever it happens to be and you push each other but if you don't have people with the same goals and same values and that are wanting to move towards the same kinds of outcomes in their life it's going to be very hard to get there and the bottom line is like your feet are stuck in quicksand with this particular guy you don't want the same outcomes and you don't have the same goals and values and that's the way it is and the longer you continue to stay seeing this guy and seeing him mistakenly seeing him as a potential relationship partner or somebody exclusive with, the longer you're going to suffer for, the longer you're going to stay in this emotional roller coaster, and the longer you're going to delay meeting a really great guy who's exactly what it is that you're looking for. That's definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to give my help personally, the quickest ways is to book a coaching session. You can choose email or phone coaching by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website. And just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.